Hello and welcome to All About Smartphones, brought to you by Airs LA, the audio internet reading service of Los Angeles. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta. And I'm Julian Vargas. And this is the time of the year where there's a lot of changes with the phones. And today, Julian's going to talk to us about all of the new changes and advances of Android phones for fall of 2015. Yeah, there's so many of them out there. But it really seems like now we've got the... I mean, phones are coming out all throughout the year. But it seems to be now that spring and fall are when the big players make their announcements and start releasing their hardware. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of interesting. There, there. I've noticed there has been some changes, too, where some of the phones that were very, very popular in the past, such as the Nexus, I don't hear as many people uh, asking about it. You know, when I, we have patients coming, I don't hear that as often. Uh, but we do hear things. A lot of people are very excited about HTC and even Motorola. So uh, what what are some of the best phones that are available this fall? Oh, there's so many of them, and it really comes down to what is your preference, what, or what are the features you most look for in a phone. If, for example, camera is very important to you, then you definitely want to be looking at the Samsung phones because this year they have really stepped it up quite a bit in terms of the camera quality. They are giving iPhone a run for its money. And I think that's uh, definitely lighting a fire under them to where I think Apple has to come up with something this year that addresses that. Where the last few years they've been able to kind of glide by with a megapixel camera. I don't think they're going to be able to get away with that this fall. So Samsung has really uh, stepped up to the plate when it comes to pictures. So if that's important to you, uh, you want to look at uh, some of these phones in the spring. They came out with the Galaxy S6 and the 6 Edge. Um, which, uh, you know, those are their, their flagships. And now they just recently announced the Galaxy Note 5 and the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus. It's really going to be wow. a tongue twister with these phone names. Wow. But yeah. So, uh, the thing with the 6 Edge is that it, the, the, the sides of the phone are, is like the screen is sort of curved. And apparently that's supposed to uh, give you in even more viewing real estate on the screen. I'm not sure what that does really for us as far as blind and low vision. But uh, it seems to be a popular design in the mainstream to to try. Uh, the, the goal is to get away from, have as little bezel as possible. Bezel is that frame that's around the actual live screen of the phone. And they're trying to, to minimize that or get rid of it altogether. And I think with this edge, it almost creates the illusion as if it's not there. So, okay. Uh-huh. So with the six edge plus whatever, <laughs> all, <you> know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's larger because the, before it was about the same size, uh, five, uh, you know, it was close. It, it wasn't, uh, it would, those weren't what you called phablets. Typically their Galaxy Note was their famous phablet. And a lot of people like those Galaxy Note phones. So this year, they not only released the uh, the S5, but they did this Galaxy 6S uh, Edge Plus, and the screen size is about the same, 5.7 inches. And by the way, that's measured diagonally uh, across the screen from one corner diagonally to the other corner. The distance between that is, is what that number means. So it means it's a big phone. It's a big screen, so it takes up a lot of space in your hand. For the low-vision crowd, I that's great because if you're... Uh, 
if you need to magnify the screen, things like that, obviously the more screen real estate you get, the better. And also if you use your phone as a video magnifier through uh, one of the apps or just launching the camera itself and doing it that way, uh, that helps to have a large screen. But for those of us who don't use or have usable vision to, to use the screen, I don't think it matters that much other than maybe if you have big fingers and find it easier to have more screen to move around in. And so the six, the six would be perhaps what a person who might have very low vision and doesn't use their vision on the phone, they may prefer to save a little money and get the Samsung Galaxy 6. Right. And another thing with these uh, phones this year from Samsung, and this has a lot of people disappointed, <laughs> is that they change the design of the phone. They, uh, they're trying to go more for the elegant look. They're, they really are trying to compete with Apple in terms of, uh, of the look of the device being just as important as the functionality of the device. So this year they went with a glass back and, uh, metal on the sides. And unfortunately what that means is no more removable battery and no more swappable or, or interchangeable mm. SD card. So, uh, and unfortunately they, that continued on to the Note 5 and, and this new Galaxy 6 Edge Plus. So if you really like those kinds of features, unfortunately, uh, your last holdout, at least for now, has uh, decided to call it quits in that area. Wow. Well, what's new uh, with HTC at this time? You know, HTC is interesting. At one time, they were the leading smartphone maker. In fact, they were the, I think they made the first Android phone ever. The, oh. the very first Android phone was that was made by HTC, and they are somebody who really had stuck with wanting to, to sell a, a device that really looked and felt good in the hand, and was as usable. But for some reason, uh, they're just not get, they're losing market share. When it's really too bad because they were one of the first to introduce an Android phone that had dual front-facing speakers. Um, up till recently, a lot of your Android phones had the speaker in the back, which I found to be really annoying. And Sam, uh, uh, HCC put them on in the front, stereo speakers, and they used to have the first couple of versions of that phone had Beats Audio in it, which was uh, just really nice sounding speakers in the front. But uh, now other people are copying that design, and HCC, it's going to be interesting to see what they do next year. They're going to have to to change it up a bit in terms of how they reach the public how they how they promote themselves because they're 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 barely hanging on uh samsung is definitely taking the lead and even samsung ha- has been suffering as well over the last few years they they don't quite have the market share that they used to so there's so much out there there's all these different phones phones coming out of china that are really high spec phones uh but sell for a fraction of the, of the flagship so uh, one popular phone that came out last year was called the OnePlus, uh, the OnePlus One by a company called OnePlus. And this phone was really popular. It was the first phone that was put out running what was called CyanogenMod. And CyanogenMod was a version of Android that was modified uh, uh, for, primarily it used to be for older phones that stopped being supported by the manufacturers. You could flash and put a CyanogenMod. So this was their first phone that they put out with that operating system. And now, from what I understand, they've switched from that, and they're going to another one called Oxygen. So this year, they released the OnePlus 2, which, again, is a very high-spec phone at a fraction. I think it's about almost half of what a high-end Samsung or HCC would cost. So those are those options. Uh, Motorola 
Motorola has been doing a lot of interesting stuff. Motorola is now owned by Lenovo. You may recall that they were bought by Google not that long ago, and Google quickly well Google basically wanted them for all the for their patent holdings. Uh, that is sometimes worth more money today than the actual uh, business of the company itself. So they uh, they bought Motorola, took the patents they wanted, and sold the handset business to Lenovo. So these are the first phones that are coming out under uh, the Lenovo ownership. So you've now got a new version of the Moto X uh, that just came out. In fact, the, the one that I like that sounds really nice is called the Moto X Pure. And what's nice about Motorola is that they are one of the few that uh, really sold you the uh, phone with as close to a stock version of Android as possible. It did have some customizations from there, but it was very minimal. And now I think they're uh, they're they're going even more with that. So the idea is that when updates to the Android operating system come out, you don't have to go through the uh, manufacturer and through the phone carrier, and then finally it trickles down to you. And meanwhile, and new versions have come out since then. Uh, these uh, unlocked unbranded type of phones are nice because they get their updates directly from Google. So uh, almost like having a Nexus, but just maybe one step behind the Nexus. Although in some cases, I remember last year the Moto X got uh, the new version of Android before some Nexus devices did. So that was because at the time they were still owned by uh, Google. So I think Google showed Motorola a little bit of extra love there by uh, letting that happen. But this year, I don't think that's going to be the case. I still think that Nexus uh, is still the way to go for people who really like to have that pure Google experience. Nothing between uh, their version of Android and Google. Uh, last year, the Nexus uh, 6 came out. That was a big phone. It was a 5.9-inch 5. Uh, 5. phone. So that was a huge wow. phablet. Mm-hmm. And that one was also uh, made by Motorola. So, um, and some people liked it, some people didn't. I, I know I myself, I like smaller phones, so I wasn't too impressed with it. I'm kind of waiting to see what the, this year's Nexus is going to bring. One thing I forgot to mention, too, is that a lot more phones are starting to bring in fingerprint sensors, which I think is very important because now that uh, Apple has really shown us what we can do with fingerprint sensors and how that can secure our phones as well as make it easier to pay for things using our phones without having to use credit cards. Uh, and things like that. Um, Samsung's fingerprint sensors are a lot better on this year's phones than they were with last year's phones. I think that the Motorola phones are also going to, at least the higher-end ones, the Moto X, will be having that. Uh, This year's Nexus is rumored to also have a fingerprint reader on board, which will be nice, because that's the one thing I've been kind of waiting for on an Android phone. Wow. What what is the price of the Moto X Peer that you were talking about? Um... Is that a a more affordable phone, or is that it is going to be more affordable than say a um, a Galaxy or a Note phone? Motorola has tended to be a little bit lower, not quite as low as Nexus, but somewhere in between. A really good phone from Motorola that just came out. It's it's a mid range phone, and they've been doing these now for a few years. The Moto G, and the Moto G is exactly that. Like I said, a mid range phone. So it's not targeting the the latest specs, but you know what? For most people, the, a mid-range phone is just fine. Uh, 
our phones have gotten so powerful. It's kind of like what happened with desktop computers, you know. Once you got past a certain point, it doesn't it didn't really matter so much about having the fastest processor because the operating system and a lot of software out there couldn't even keep up or take advantage of that horsepower that was available <laughs> with these processors. Yeah. So a Moto G is a good phone, especially for an entry level, someone who just wants to get started with Android, but isn't sure that they, you know, that they're going to like it. They they don't want to commit a whole lot to it. I think a Moto G is a great way to start. It's that, a it's, it's a good middle of the road phone. I think it sells, by the way, unlocked for about two hundred dollars. Wow. So think about that. Uh, with the with the subsidy model, you paid two hundred for a flagship, but you were tied into a contract, and your phone was locked, or you were stuck with that carrier. This you buy directly from Motorola, unlocked for two hundred dollars, and it's yours to use on whatever carrier you want. And you also stated, correct me if I'm wrong, that Motorola is also the manufacturer of that Nexus phones. They made last year's Nexus six. Oh. Uh, rumor has it that uh, they're going to go back to LG making the Nexus as we had before with the 4 and the 5. Mm-hmm. So that'll remain to be seen. That gets announced a little bit later. Wow. That one hasn't been announced yet, but uh, all these other phones I told you about have pretty much been announced. Well, that's a lot of really good news. I mean, a lot of good phones to choose from for those who love Android, right? Yeah. And the neat thing is they're all they're all pretty much, the, you can count on them being accessible, especially the Samsung phones. Uh, starting with last year, they, uh, they really sort of took the lead with accessibility and decided to add features that weren't available through Google's version of TalkBack. So this year, the, the version of TalkBack you get on, on on Samsung phones is called Galaxy TalkBack. And they've changed the gestures around uh, to make it easier for some people to be able to do the commonly needed features that they would want on the phone. Oh, that's great. Well, if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you, maybe ask you to help them to shop for an Android phone, are you able to do that? I certainly can, and I should also throw in here that the uh, latest next version of Android has been announced. For a while they were calling it M, but now we know the M stands for Marshmallow. Oh. <laughs> so I wonder when they come up with S if we're going to have s'mores. and um, When we come up with R, we're going to have Rice Krispie <laughs> treats. You know, we'll have to see what happens. But, yep, Marshmallow. Look for Marshmallow. Uh, you want the phone with the marshmallows in it. Great. Great. <laughs> so if somebody wants to get a hold of me, uh, I can be reached by phone, area code 818-794-9554. Or via the web, you can go to my website, www.techjv.com. That's www.techj, J as in Julian, V as in Vargas.com. You can click a link there to email me. You can also read a little bit about what I do, listen to other presentations that I've done, as well as uh, these podcasts uh, are linked to from there as well. Well, this is always, Julian, it's great information, so we thank you very much. And for all you listeners out there, we also are very, very grateful that you're listening. We're also going to be sending out a survey to all of you, so if you could share with us if there's any other types of podcasts that you'd like for us to create, we'd be happy to do that. And for those who return the short survey, they will be entered into a drawing where you may win an Amazon Echo. So until next time, this is Dr. Bill Takeshta saying so long, everybody.